Rosie, and as much as I love talking about my everyday life and crazy stories that happen to me um, and all that sort of stuff, (laughs) mostly in this podcast, I love inspiring you to live a more intentional and fulfilling life. So today I'm cozied up and I'm talking about a topic that I feel like has become increasingly more important in our fast-paced world. It's this topic of making room for slow moments in our day-to-day lives. I feel like in our constant pursuit of productivity and efficiency, we often neglect the power of slowing down and there is so much power in it. But trust me, incorporating slow moments can have a profound impact on our well-being and also just like our overall satisfaction, how we feel in our life. So I feel like we kind of need to take a deep breath, set the tone for this episode. Let's explore how we can create space for slowness. So, you know it, I know it, everyone is aware of it at the moment. We live in a culture that glorifies busyness. I was thinking about this the other day, busyness is almost worn as a badge of honour. Everyone is trying to prove that they're busy. People are putting hashtag hustle in their Instagram bio and just running around like crazy and showcasing everything that they do because in our world, we see busyness as productivity. But what if I told you that by intentionally slowing down, meaning you actually make it a priority and you carve out time in your day to do it, you can actually accomplish more? I've found that by creating pockets of stillness throughout our day, we can actually recharge our minds and our bodies, which allows us to approach tasks, not just everyday tasks like doing the dishes or the laundry or whatever it is, but also bigger tasks like connecting with loved ones or planning for the future, we can do those tasks with renewed energy and focus. Slow moments are not a waste of time. I really see them as investments in our productivity and our creativity. Okay, so how do we actually make this kind of more of a priority? How do we create room for these slow moments in our day-to-day lives? Because let's be real, we've got to simplify it, we've got to small scale it, we've got to look at it in a day-to-day kind of aspect and from a day-to-day viewpoint because this sort of stuff takes time to rewire and it takes time for us to change. But the good news is we can change. We can rewire our brain, rewire what we've been taught by culture and society um, and we can find true healing but it might just take a little bit of time and it might take slowing down and making rituals. So how do we create space and room for these moments of stillness and slowness? Well, I believe first it starts in the mind and we need to make a shift. We need to let go of the notion that every single minute needs to be filled with activity and instead we need to embrace with wide, wide open arms the idea that moments of rest and reflection are just as important as moments of productivity. And I wish you could see me right now because I'm doing productivity in quotation marks. Because like I said before, I believe that resting is productive. So let's just scrap that label altogether. Like let's just start afresh. But pretty much you need to give yourself permission to pause even if it's just for a few moments a day. One simple way to invite slowness into your life is through mindful rituals. And I want to play on this idea of starting in the mind because I really do believe that that's the most important part of this whole process, really. 
So whether it's brewing a cup of tea and like really savoring its aroma, maybe you take an extra few moments to just look at the way the tea floats in the water or you really think about the smell of it or the color of it. Maybe you take a few moments to journal and reflect. This is something that I've been loving doing lately. If you're not super into it, I recommend you go out and find some cute notepads and pens. I promise like that will start your passion for journaling. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me, but when I have a really cute journal that I want to open up and fill, um, then I'm more likely to go to it and actually write. Maybe you resonate with the idea of um, just stretching a little bit before bed. Whatever it is, these rituals provide opportunities for you to be fully present and also to connect back to yourself because I feel like often in our busyness, in our crazy life, it's easy to get really disconnected from ourselves and disconnected from the present moment. So after like listing a couple of those things, I just want to encourage you to find what resonates with you and then take it and integrate it into your daily routine. Another powerful technique, which honestly, truthful moment, I have not quite nailed. Um, it's this idea that we need to disconnect from technology once in a while. I'm not saying delete TikTok. I'm not saying put your phone under a bed. I'm definitely not saying get like a little push phone or a flip phone. I am saying, though, that our constant exposure to screens and notifications, it can be really overwhelming Almost to the point where we don't recognize it as overwhelming because we use it so constantly. But setting aside designated times to unplug your phone, just like walk away from it and allowing yourself to be free from like literally the constant stream of information can be really soothing and really restorative. Now, like I said, I really haven't nailed this one. A lot of my job belongs online, so it's really easy for me to just say, oh, well, I'm working, but really I'm scrolling through Instagram and looking at like things I want to buy online shopping. Guilty. Um, <laughs> like it's tricky because social media and technology is so integrated in our lives, but we have to remember that it doesn't necessarily have to be such a big part of our lives and we can just limit our screen time or just plug it off um, a little bit before bed. That's something I've been doing. So when you turn off your phone, instead use this time to engage in activities that truly nourish your soul. I promise there is better things than online shopping out there. Give it a try. <laughs> Going for a walk in nature feels good. Pursuing a hobby. So for me, I've been trying to get back into playing guitar. Or even just like, weirdly enough, having meaningful conversations with loved ones. And this is where it's this weird kind of feeling because sometimes, again, like I'll tell myself that, oh, well, I am connecting with my friends. I am talking to them, but it's via Snapchat. It's not quite the same as actually having a face-to-face -face conversation with someone. And just playing on the whole relationship thing, it's really important that we like embrace that same kind of theme of including slow moments into our relationships this means scheduling quality time with your loved ones free from distractions. And I say schedule it because I feel like it's so easy to just jump on your phone and call someone or FaceTime them or just snap them throughout the day and it feels like you've already seen them. I don't know, for me, as especially with one of my friends, I was just talking to her every day, just but online, no deep conversations, nothing actually memorable there. Anyways, I was just talking to her constantly and then I thought back to it and I was like, when was the last time I actually saw her in real life? The kind of need to see her in real life kind of disappeared because I'd been talking to her online so much. 
Um, so I say schedule quality time because we do actually have to schedule in blocks to see people in real life and make sure it's like deep, make sure it's really free from distractions. And when I say deep, I mean, let's engage in these deep conversations, talk about things that really matter, laugh together, and that creates memories. I feel like by being fully present with our interactions, that's when we cultivate real connections and foster a sense of belonging, which at the end of the day, that's all anyone really wants. And so as I wrap up today's episode, I want to encourage you to reflect on your own life. I know that's a little bit scary, but just ask yourself the simple question, where can I make more room for slow moments and how can I incorporate slowness into my daily routine? I want you to remember that it's not necessarily about adding more to your to-do list, but rather prioritizing moments of presence and peace and self-care. Those are definitely things that I recommend putting on your to-do list. I remember one time I was talking on an Instagram story and sometimes I do these things called rosy rundowns. It's pretty much where I give people a rundown of my day and what I plan on doing. And on one of those days, my day and my to-do list literally looked like make pancakes, take a nap. That was literally it for my to-do list and I have no shame in it. Because like I said, slowness and rest is productive in my eyes. I'm so grateful you decided to listen to this podcast and kind of almost join me on this journey as I try and move more towards an intentional and balanced life. Also, I want you to remember in the midst of life's hustle and bustle, there's beauty in embracing the slow moments. So until next time, take a deep breath, slow down and savor the magic of the present moment. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can jump over to my Instagram. It's Rosie Remedies and the link is in the description. I want you to find the post that correlates to this episode and let me know what you are doing this week to slow down. I would love to hear from you. I always say that more than a health coach or a podcaster, I am your friend. And yeah, like I said, I'd love to hear from you. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye for now.